station with the best me best me best music best music i love the music best music Welcome to Carla's Coffee House. I uh, just wanted to say a very welcome to those who have just joined the station who are listening right now. Thank you so much. And uh, today is the 18th of December. Can you believe it? While other radio stations are going to be winding down so they can have a little bit of a Christmas holiday here at HGB Canada, we're going to keep right on going. And tonight on the show, we have a very special guest, and she's quite young. Yes, yes, yes. So we, we're seeing uh, Zoelli is going to be on the show tonight. And uh, call your friends if you love your if you love uh, pop music. She's very she's got a lot of variety in her pop. It's uh, it's really it's really interesting stuff, and she's a very creative individual. So here we go. We are going to give you the first song. This one here has been out for some time. So we're going to uh, give you warning. Uh, we're warning you. It's a song about warnings. <laughs> when I first seen it, I was warning. Okay. It's the song. That's the title track of the song. It's called Warning. And uh, when that song completes, we're going to give Zoelia a call. She's waiting for us. And uh, we're going to get to know her a little bit better tonight. So here you go. Here's Warning by Zoelia. You keep me on a string untied Treat it like you're just a fight To keep me in a state of blindness And unknowing But now you've gone and crossed that line I'm feeling like I'm wasting time I think we need to redefine Just where we're going If you don't give me any more I'll be walking out that door Like something in the lost and found
You've been hanging around like a thief that's been lurking. Stealing a heart that is worn, but I'm broken. You're saying you're torn, but now I am for certain that I won't be here. I won't shed a tear. So open your ears and let me be clear. Like something in the lost and found. I'm not always gonna be. That was Zoeli with Warning, and we got Zoeli on the phone with us right now. I'm just going to bring her in. Hi, Zoeli. Um, this is Carla from Carla's Coffee House. Welcome to the show. Hi, how are you? Good, thank you. And yourself? I'm good, thanks. <laughs> you sound really good tonight. And um, I was curious, that song that we just played, we played your track, Warning. When did you record that one? Warning was recorded a little bit before the summer, I would say two months before um, summer, um, because it was written about a summer relationship, and I just had the initial idea to make it like super summery and like a really pop anthem, so we recorded it right before, um, just so it was in preparation to be released in summer. Wow, now tell us a little bit about you, I got lots of questions for you. But tell us a little bit about like, some of our listeners that are from all over the world. So kind of tell us, where do you, where do you basically uh, call home um, the city and um, the, the kind of musical genre that, you, that you're into right now? And anything else that you want to share with our listeners? Awesome. So, yeah, I'm from Toronto, Canada, born and raised. I was born in 2002, so I'm 16 years old. And I've always been into music. Um, I've always been into pop and into Broadway music and honestly every genre. I've grown up in a very, very musical family. My mom sings and my brother and father play guitar and I play piano. So we're always jamming out in the house. Since I was super, super young, I've always been into music and I knew that this is what I wanted to do and I wanted to start writing and only two years ago, I just started to take music professionally and write and release music. Wow, that is exciting. So you've got a musical family, and did they help you out, like, with, with this track? Um, I mean, they're super supportive. Music, really, for me, is kind of, like, my own thing, honestly. I don't let them get involved, <laughs> like, unless writing-wise, unless, you know, it's just to be, like, super supportive, but yeah. That's really cool. I like how you're just like, you know, I'm keeping this for me. You guys can't touch. <laughs> So the um, now the style you said that you chose this one to be to be more like a, a pop driven like a summertime song. So um, was there a, a specific decision point in that to say, hey, this is pop? Was it when you were writing it, or was it when you decided to like, okay, it's time to produce the song? 
and I want it to, and I want these instruments and whatnot to come in and give it that pop sound. Yeah. So music for me is like I never know whatever I do or what project I'm like doing where it's gonna take me. So when I was first writing, uh, it was about a relationship. So you know, initially it was like just the beginning. So from then on, basically whatever the story is is kind of how it happens. So in this case, the story was super happy because I was going through this great relationship. And from then on, I wanted it just to be super, super pop. Because, you know, you listen to the radio and you hear all of these, like, crazy summer songs we're all alike. And I really wanted it to just to be, like, that kind of thing that you turn on the radio and you can listen to by the pool or, like, you know, you can sing along to in the summer. So pretty much I didn't necessarily know how I wanted it to be, but when I'm producing, I kind of just, like, throw in all these things. And if I like how it sounds, that's kind of where it goes. So did you uh, record this track in a studio in Toronto? Yeah, so this track I actually recorded in my co-writer's studio, which is super good. So in Toronto, yeah. Wow, you got a co-writer. What's the name of your co-writer? His name is Ryan, and he's super, super awesome. And he always helps me out and reads over my stuff, which is super, super good to have. Is he around the same age as you, or is he older? No, he's older, much older. Much older? I like how you said that. So does that mean there's wisdom that comes with him too because he's much older? Well, he's not that much older. I'm just saying because, like, you know, I'm 16, so I'm pretty young in the music industry. And, yeah, there is a lot of wisdom that comes with that because he's just, he's amazing to have around and he's always so positive and like in the music industry, you never know what you're gonna get. You can always deal with, like, you know, not the greatest people. And to have Ryan, he's super, super amazing. That's really important for creative people too. Is is to have that positive relationship with the team that they're working with because it it brings out the best in us. But if you get that negativity or that, you know, some folks like to be quite entitled, you know, and it it'll drain that creativity right out of you. Don't you find? Yes. 100%. Now, um, I know you're, you're, you said you're only 16, but you would never know it when you hear your track. You would think, oh, she's a lot older than 16. Because I was kind of shocked, too, when I found out, like, oh, my gosh, she's only 16. You have a very mature sound in your voice <laughs> and, you. in the, and in the music. Thank you so much. Yeah, I get that a lot. And I mean, um, I don't necessarily know how that kind of sound comes out, but um, I've been training for a very, very, very long time, and I think that goes with it, music-wise, and yeah. Yeah, it was phenomenal, and I, I watched your video. I thought your video was really cool, too. It was really, you know, spunky, and I like this the warning song because it's, you know... I'm I'm one for the lyrics. I like it's like you're not you're not sticking around all the time. Like you know you're gonna take off. So you better watch yeah. what you're doing. <laughs> yeah, I mean the lyrics kind of went along. So basically, warning um, was my first single about this relationship, followed by the sequel to that single, which is blowing smoke. So as I was sitting down, I basically wrote both of these kind of together, and the words kind of just flowed out like a story and um it's kind of very similar but in blowing smoke it's just a lot more like sad because it's like a sadder song but yeah that's just kind of how i write 
has that ever happened to you? And maybe this is what you're explaining to me, because it, it's happened to me a couple of times when I'm a songwriter as well, totally different genre. But I've one time I was, I remember this so clearly, I was writing a song and there were so many themes in that song and it was good. Like I liked everything that was coming out, but I, I decided that, hey, you know what? I'm going to separate these themes out and shorten up the message of the song a little bit. And I got like, maybe I think it was three or four songs out of that one song that, that I had first wrote and decided to chop up a little bit, you know, and take some of these ideas out and put them somewhere else instead. Um, does that ever happen to you? Yeah, it's super awesome, I think, especially because it was my first song where this happened. So it was like, I kind of got like a two in one. I got two songs out of like one story and one situation. And I think it's super important that when you're writing about something that's actually happened to you or something you're going through, um, that you really get everything out in that situation into what you're saying, um, what you're talking about, and the story with the songs. That's pretty much what happened to me. The first time that I started writing, I got kind of two songs in one, so it was super good. So you've just got two out right now, and you're planning on um, pulling a, like a full album at some point? Yeah, so right now I'm planning on releasing single after single whenever I can. I'm actually just finished one out of production, which is honestly, like, just to even explain is beyond what I've done from Warning and um, Blowing Smoke, and it is probably going to be forever one of my favorite projects, and I can't wait to release that as soon as I can. So I'm basically just working on single after single, um, because I'm in high school, and, you know, I don't necessarily always have so much time, although music for me is a priority, um, and then hopefully just release an album or an EP very soon. I only have one year left in high school anyway, and then it's going to be music from then on. So you've already decided what you want to do, right? <laughs> oh, yeah. Music, music. <laughs> well, I think you've got a good thing going there, and you said you've got a good team that you're building, and and whatnot that's that's helping support uh, your your future career because you've already started in it. Yes. So if you um, had a choice, I've, sometimes I ask this question. I hate to ask musicians this because really it's, there's no choice for them. But <laughs> I'll make the I'll make you think for a minute. If you had to do something else, if somebody told you no, you can't do music, you you can never never do this again and share this talent. What would you choose to do? That is a very tough question for a musician. I definitely understand where you're coming from with that. Um, so basically, I would just do anything that involves performing, I guess, or at least writing. Maybe I would become a writer because, I don't know, I just find that lyrically, musically, and like anything that I'm really talking about turns into music. So I feel like writing or anything in performing would just be the closest thing to music. That would definitely be super, super hard. It is hard. And, you know, I asked myself that question. That's why I love getting input from other musicians and artists because um, one of the things that I discovered because of, of my life and my life experience, like I was a journalist in my early years. I did that for quite some time, print journalism. And then I moved into photography. I did that for quite a while. I was into... Uh, you know, visual arts for quite some time. I was into music, of course, all through it. And I asked myself one day, like, how come you can't seem to get away from this stuff? Like, it's all creative stuff. And I found my answer, and it was only last year. 
And it's like, it's not about the, cre it, well, a little bit about the creativity, but all those things are about communication. Because now I'm doing radio. <laughs> So it's all about the communication, and music is a communication. And I think if we've got that desire in our hearts to um, touch other people's lives and to touch our own while we're doing it, um, it's it's just natural that we're going to fall into something that's communicative. Yeah, that's awesome to even hear. Definitely is a lot about communication. So what's your favorite subject in school then? My favorite subject in school would probably be English because it's writing and then right after that I would say art because it's also creativity and I feel like that's going to be close to music. Because you do that too, eh? You, you draw for your album covers or your song covers? Yeah, I'm very artistic. I love to do that stuff, yeah. So what medium do you usually use when you're doing artwork? Say that again? What medium do you use when you're doing your artwork? Is it just pencil, or do you do you get into painting? What's your oh, thing? I'm super, super into digital art. Like, I just recently bought an iPad and an Apple Pencil and started doing some crazy, crazy stuff with digital art. So basically, it would be all on softwares and programs on the iPad. Is some of those on your, on your Instagram, some of those things that you've been doing? I haven't posted anything yet because I'm super, super new to the app, but I probably will post. My parents also told me, hey, you should probably post on this stuff, so I definitely will be in the future. Okay, cool. I want to I see it because I love creative people because they're, they, usually they're not just creative in one thing. It, it like usually goes across the board. And, yes. and it's so fun to see, like, you hear somebody, like, for example, your music, um, the two tracks that, that we have in front of us today, and then we'd see your artwork, and you, we'd see another side of Zoeli that, that, you know, the music part isn't expressing, but we get to see it visually, you know what I mean? Yes. I don't know, I just, I find that stuff so, so cool. <laughs> that is really cool, and I definitely agree. Creativity, like, from music goes to, like, so many other parts. Now, it must be hard for you right now being in school, because school is pretty much a full-time thing, and you're in grade 12 or you're in grade 11? 11. Okay, so you got that full grade 12 to do next year then. Yes, school is honestly, being a musician, not the greatest thing. There are so many times where I message my mom, I'm like, can you please, please sign me out of school so I can just come home and work on music. I have a home studio in my basement, which is amazing but at the same time being at school is not fun because I just want to be there 24-7 instead of school um so I'll usually just try and get through the day my hardest and there's times where I'll leave class because I have like you know um an idea where I have to pull out my phone and go to the washroom to record a voice memo of an idea of a song so school is very very difficult yeah, I can I can remember that myself. It, it was because when you get a creative idea, you want to get it down really quick because you know they can just take off just as quick as you get them, right? And especially with life, it's so distracting. You know, everything else around you can create cause you to forget what you're doing. Um, now, when you leave school, um, are you planning um, to get any education in music, or are you just going to go with what you have and? like everybody else, learn from experience, learn from other mentors in the industry. What's your plans in that area? I definitely 
think education is important. Of course, it's not always the best being in elementary and all that stuff in high school because you have to learn mandatory things like math and stuff that I'm like not good at. But I think um, if I really love music and I have a choice that I can actually get an education in music, I'm going to do that. Um, I'm not necessarily sure what kind of education, like post-secondary, yet as I'm looking into all that now, because there's so many, there's education in Broadway, there's production education, there's so many different things, um, but I'm definitely going to take what I have with me for sure, for sure. Well, i got a question for you. You're a very young person, so you're coming up in the age where everything's technological and it's va- it's advanced, things that, you know is kind of star tracky to to us older people um i heard something on the cbc i'm giving a shout out to the cbc we love you and i heard it last year when i was driving home from work and it was in europe they have developed a program these scientists and some of them are musicians and they have developed this program where they can actually plug in uh, like an idea or a few notes and this program will write and perform with vocals and everything the music and it's very cool some people are upset with it and they think like that's just not good at all because you're taking away that human element and then other people who are very scientifically minded and mathematically minded and whatnot because they're creative types too. We just don't think of them as creative types. Um, they, you know, they they're impressed with this, and they're like, "Yeah, but this is giving us a different uh, thing for music altogether." You know, something that is still somewhat produced by human beings, but not as raw as you would see with somebody like with a guitar or a piano, sitting down note by note, trying to figure it out, or you know, getting humming a tune in their head and putting it down. It's a totally different uh, ball game altogether. So, how do you feel about something like that uh, coming into the industry? Yeah, so I definitely think that um, technology is a great, great tool for us artists and. To be honest, I use many different softwares and websites to help me, you know, get my stuff down and create and produce. Um, something like that, I, I've never personally heard of that or used it. That's the first time I'm hearing about it. So I, I'm thinking positive about it. I think that's super cool and can help me in a way or help other artists. And with something like that, personally, I just like to do it all myself. I find the more hands-on you are and more involved with yourself doing it you get kind of more out of you and a lot more um can kind of go from that so like if i started to write a song in something like this software basically i would not have had any extra ideas that could come out of me when the program's really doing it for me so that's really cool interested to look into that and look it up but yeah that's kind of my thought on it like just hearing that now yeah, I think you made great points with that because if it's it's like there's nothing wrong with technology in itself. I mean, it can aid us in in finding new creative ways of doing it manually ourselves. Um, but if you lose that human touch too, um, there's there's nothing to once again we come back to communicate to communicate uh, on a more in, intimate level. What we all have known music is is what we want it to do. And we we right. want to feel like that artist, that musician, 
and I'm a listener too. I have a lot of things I love to listen to. You know, I want the, I want to feel like they get me. And so when they write a song and I, I go, oh, 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 I love the song. It's usually because it's either got a really cool beat and it just makes me feel good. Or I feel like they're understanding something about our, our culture or our uh, local area or something. There, there's that human connection that's, that's, that's happening, right? Yes, 100%. Now, with blowing smoke, you said it's more sad. And warning is kind of like, uh, I like it because it's kind of like uh, kiss me arse kind of thing. <laughs> you know, it's got more punch. It's got more of that, that sarcasm to it. Um, now, do you think you will try other genres or do you think you will stay within this particular type of genre? Yeah, so as a musician, like, I could do any genre. I'm, I love many different genres, too, and I think that's kind of educationally where you learn to even start to do music is listening to a lot of older artists and taking what they know and taking all these things um, from them and kind of adding it on to you in your own way. So I really love many different genres, but I feel with music, music is always changing, mm-hmm. and... For me, you kind of just got to keep up with what everybody wants to listen to. Because, of course, to be honest, the 80s are awesome. And all the older music is awesome. But you don't necessarily hear that on the, these top radios um, all the time. So you kind of got to keep up with what everybody else is doing in that kind of age in music. So right now, I'm probably going to stay within pop. Um, soul and R&B because that's what music is now and I'm interested to explore the many different ways to you know um, release that genre of music so probably as of now staying within that yeah that's that's fair and you know um, you, you brought something up there that uh, made me remember something and that is you know dabbling in different genres of music you learn something out of that because I remember um, a musician told me one time, he said, and some, some people may disagree, and that's okay. It's, this is just a conversation that I had, and it, and it gave me some food for thought. Um, he said, you know, it's, it's not as hard to play rock as it is to play pure country. And I said, why is that? He said, you have to be so precise with country because there's less notes to play, and you have, and you have to get them more exact. And I had never thought about that. But, see, I'm not a lead guitar player. I dabble in it, but I'm, that's not my thing. I just play rhythm, and uh, mostly. And so hearing that from a lead guitar player was really interesting to me. So I started paying attention to when I was listening to rock, when I was listening to blues. when, And I was like, yeah, you know what? Because country and blues and, and rock, it's funny because they're all birthed out of the same movement, pretty much. Um, but it's like one went into more precision and the other one took the, the like the dirty part of uh, uh, blues and, and it went into an, another area to like make it more dirty. You know, that sound, dirty guitar sound. And it's, it's so funny because like, and they all came out of that one genre. And it's, it's like the pop, it's, it's like taken, it's always taken things out and it's rebuilt itself. You know what I mean? Yes, 100%, and I definitely agree with that. Now, 
so with the schooling and whatnot, have you had a chance to look into any festivals for this summer? Yeah, festivals for me, those are like the most fascinating things that I ever heard about or ever been to and, you know, hear about because it's like music, but all summer and it's just, it's so cool. So festivals, um, I've definitely looked into, but um, music-wise, I want to get much more out before I start doing festivals or um, big shows like that. So it, when you do those types of shows, will you have, do you think you'll have a band with you to, or do you think you'll do by track? How do you, how do you see it working out? Hopefully by band, because I think live music is so beautiful and super cool. Absolutely. Now, have you, because you're so creative and I can tell by talking to you, have you already figured out, like, you know, what your stage plot would be like and, uh, like, you know, if you're going to have some dancers with you or what kind of what kind of show you'd actually put on? Yeah, probably I would definitely have dancers with me. I feel like dancers from the beginning of my career since I ever released uh, Warning and Blowing Smoke have always been um, that little touch of me in my music, so probably 100% dancers. And just a super, like, poppy stage and, like, my me and, like, being my own artist, I definitely want to express that in, like, a stage, so, yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. So, this is great. I'm so glad we had a chance to talk, and um, I'm hoping that we'll catch up with you again, especially where you're getting a new track coming out. I'm really, really curious to see what that's going to sound like. But I'm going to end this segment of the show now, because we just I'm just kind of almost on my overtime here with you. But let us know when that new track comes out and tell everybody how they can go find your music. Um, if you have got a web page, if you're on the Facebook, Instagram, let them all know how to find you. For sure. So I have a website, which is zoelliofficial.com. And you can look me up on any social media platform, um, Instagram, Twitter, all of that stuff um, under Zoelli Official. Um, you can look me up, Apple Music, Spotify, any musical platform as Zoelli. That's my artist name. Awesome. Awesome. Well, thank you, Zoelli, so much for joining us tonight. And I'm going to take this segment out with playing your newest release, Blowing Smoke. Thank you so much. Okay, you have a great night and you stay in touch. Awesome. We'll keep in touch. Okay, thank you. Bye now. That was Zoelli from Toronto, and she's only 16 years old. She's already started her music career. She has a hard time staying at school because she thinks about music all day. I totally know how she feels about that. I remember that well. And uh, But she's lucky. She's got the studio right in her home. But you stick around. We're going to be uh, uh, doing about another half an hour of the show. Um, and we'll give you some Zoelli right now. You're going to find from the track we played at the first to this track, it's a totally different feel. But like she said, it was birthed out of this, the same idea, the same experience. So take a listen here to Blowing Smoke. I can't stop loving you. Such a shame that I can't stop loving you, baby, and ain't nothing gonna change. It ain't never gonna. 
Zoelli with Blowing Smoke, totally different track than the first one. So we're really happy that she, excuse me, was a lot, was uh, able to join us tonight. We have some really awesome artists coming up in the near future. I'll give you a little lowdown while you're listening here tonight on Carla's Coffee House. Just so that you know, um, we are running this program basically Sundays and Tuesdays. And the reason for that was it was only going to be Tuesday nights. But uh, we got very busy very quick and there was a lot of demand from artists that they, they needed some uh, promo so and to get people to know who they are and what they're up to. So we pulled in Sunday nights as well. So coming up, Zoeli was our last one for December. Um, so we won't have a show on the 23rd or the 25th of December uh, because uh, it's too close to Christmas for everybody. So our next show um, is going to be January the 1st, believe it or not. That's a Tuesday night. We're going to be doing a countdown of all the indie artists that have put their uh, songs onto our rotation. Uh, I say they did because if they send it to me, I'll definitely get it on the air for you. And uh, we're going to be doing a countdown January 1st and uh, hooray to, you know, midnight basically. Yay, 2019 is right around the corner. And then in January, we're going to have Brie Taylor. 
I have Bree Song coming up next here. We'll give you a little introduction to her. And then we're going to have Dario on the 8th, followed by, I'm so excited about this. I'm excited about everybody. I love everybody. But this one is a personal excitement for me because I was a big April wine fan. I was such a Canadian girl when I was uh, growing up. And we're going to have the co-founder of April Wine join us on the 13th, Jim Henman will be joining Carlos Coffee House. Then on the 15th, you don't want to miss this one either, we are going to have Wesley Sprangler. Wesley is an amazing country music artist, so you want to check that out. Breeze Pop, but Breeze got an announcement about a genre change. You're going to want to tune in on January 6th to hear that. And then on the 22nd, we're going to have Brenda Lee Ranta from Timmins, Ontario. She's an author, and we're going to give her a call we're going to talk about some of the things that she's accomplished in the last few years and uh her boyfriend husband you know um he's a musician up there in timmins as well and he started to write so we're going to talk to her and maybe she'll give us some clues what's going on in the timmins area timmins ontario area in january as well so that's what's coming up on the show and we have more um that I can't really tell you yet. They're big surprises. So please go to hgbroadcasting.com. Check out our webpage. You can also get all the tracks that um, for Carlos Coffee House. They're in an archived page. And there's also the latest one is on the front page. You can also listen to the radio station from there. We have a lot of wonderful shows. Gossiping Heifers from Texas. They're here. We have Confessing the Blues, they're here. We have The Wolf's Den from Nova Scotia, they're also here. So, and more, we have more. I don't want to leave anybody out, but I don't want to list it all either because uh, it'll, it'll, <laughs> it could be here for a little bit. So yeah, that is something that's going on on HGB. We do have a new show coming up from New Brunswick. Can't tell you a whole lot about it, but you're, you're going to learn a little bit about New Brunswick through sarcasm and comedy. And I think you'll enjoy it. Uh, that's my province. That's where I'm from. So, without further ado, we're going to give you a little bit of Brie uh, May right now. And uh, give, get a feel for her. And I'll be right back after this.
Brie May with The Feeling. That's one of her newest tracks. I hope you enjoyed that. Next up, we're going to play a little Big Sugar. Big Sugar is a band out of Canada. They're an iconic band. I believe, and I'm going to be saying this without any notes in front of me, I believe they became big in the 90s. Maybe just a little bit before there, but they've been around. They lost their bass player this past summer he passed away and it's really you know broken the the hearts of the band we're going to have gordy from big sugar join hgb before christmas so keep tuned into our web page go to our facebook page it's hgb canada interactive please join up with that just hit the join button we'll approve you right away uh, that's to keep the sunglasses people away because you know how they like to post um get involved with hgb canada so he is going to be on the show we don't know when i'm waiting for word to come back because they're having a major benefit uh for for gordy's bass player's family who lost their beloved this past summer so please tune in show support if you're in the toronto area um, we'll give you the details about that if you're not in the toronto area and you have a heart for what this family is going through. Um, we will have information on HGB Canada on ways that you can help. 
uh, get them through this difficult time. So, in light of that, here is one of the most famous songs that I'm aware of from Big Sugar, If I Had My Way. Like a ring in my mind 
That was Big Sugar with If I Had My Way. Not sure what year that came out, but I can certainly find it for you. Or you can Google it yourself. Big Sugar, If I Had My Way. So, I want to thank everybody for tuning in tonight for Carla's Country. No, wait. I lied. It's Carla's Coffee House now. I used to have a show called Carla's Country Mile. So, um, I want to play this song for you um, before we head out for the evening. Because I did mention Jen, Jim Hedman going to be on the show. Founder, co-founder of April Wine with along with Miles Goodwin. Hey Miles, if you're listening, you should actually come on the show too, you know. I'm cool. I don't bite. So maybe we will get Miles on later on down the road. Because they're still an active band. Jim does his own thing. He's got something going on down there in Nova Scotia. Down there. And um, we're going to give you some April Wine's Fast Train, which is, I believe, in the 70s. So you'll probably be able to hear that in the tone of music. And then I'll be right back to see you guys off. I read the colors this morning. I read the colors today. About a man who left from nowhere to be someone. And every day he has to pay in every way.
Well, that's just about it here for Carla's Coffee House for December 18th. And it's about 5 minutes to 8 o'clock Eastern Standard Time. I'm going to take you out with some country because this has been an earworm in my head for two weeks since I heard the song. I love, love, love it. I love country, rock, blues, and folk. And that's what you'll find on this station. Coming up next, we don't have any live shows, but we got some really good rotation for you. And just to let you know, we do have a weekly chart that uh, these indie artists get named on this chart. We are so can licensed to play 2018. Almost time to renew our license for 2019. And uh, yeah, so you're going to get some indie coming up right after this show. In the meantime, enjoy this tune, Jake Owen down to the honky tonk i will see you all again this sunday night thanks for tuning in and thanks for your loyalty to carla's coffee house on hgb canada got a house down a back road i got a flag on the front porch, I got a dog named Waylon. I got a driveway that needs paving. I got a boat with a two-stroke, a couple guaranteed to make you laugh jokes. I got friends in low places. Yeah, life is what you make it. I might not end up in the Hall of Fame with a star on a sidewalk with my name or a statue in my hometown. Gets the job done. I got a loan at the bank, it's a big one. The only place you might see my name is on a wall for a good time call. I'm a local legend on a Friday night in a Pat's blue ribbon neon light. I might not end up in the Hall of Fame with a star on a sidewalk with my name or a statue in my hometown. I go down to the honky tonk. I go down, I go down to the honky tonk. I go down to the honky tonk. I go down to the honky tonk. I go down, I go down to the honky tonk. Talk, I go down to the honky tonk. I go down, I go down to the honky tonk. I go down to the honky tonk. I go down to the honky tonk. I go down, I go down to the honky tonk.